Hey, everybody, this is Rashina Fennessy from Messiah's Liver Fund, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, Hey, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live, right here on Water Ice Radio, the show where you get another scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho! What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by waterice.com. Your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go. Let's go get them, Jazz. Good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. Yeah. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Yes. Jay the Gentleman here as well. Yes, he is, everybody. Jay the Gentleman is here. What? The whole entire Water Ice team is in the building this evening. Yeah. And we are happy to be back. I'm happy because we have a really good show in store tonight. Yep. Got great music, great, great. topics. Great guests. Great guests coming I'm ex- in. I'm excited about the whole shenanigans this whole ordeal about to happen right this whole ordeal about to happen yep so real quick let's take care of our sponsors so we can let's do it to the show right so first shout out is to us waterice.com we are your scoops to everything philly make sure you guys are signed up for the weekly newsletter so you can find out all the things that are going on in the city yeah um things to do with your family your friends kid friendly stuff man your girl your side joint what what huh are you starting already? We just got here. Hey, it's about to be springtime. You know what I that know. means. Cuffing season. Sundress season. Oh, no. Cuffing season is a winner. Yeah, that's a winner. And clearly I was talking about sundress season. Either clearly, you can tell I don't cuff. Yeah, I mean, it's decuff. It's decuff. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's the trading block it's the season. Trading, it's the single season. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sundress yeah, season. Out here scouting. What's that combine looking like? That NFL combine. Oh, I don't have time for this. All right, so yeah, make sure you go to waterice.com. You scoop to everything Philly to find out all the things that you can do in the city. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you sign up for the weekly newsletter so you can know what's going on. Also, make sure you're following us on all of our social media outlets. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and also Snapchat. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube is so important, you guys. Go to the YouTube page and subscribe. Yeah. All of our shows are up it's there. It's easy. YouTube. Just click a button. That's yeah, it. just really quick. YouTube. I know y'all go on YouTube. Everybody goes to YouTube, right? Yeah. Take a couple seconds. Go to the YouTube page. Put in Water Ice. Yep. And then go ahead and click that subscribe button. And it's so much stuff there. Flick of the wrist. Flick yep. of the wrist. Who else? 
NAP. Uh, NAP. Shout out to Newsstands Association of Philadelphia, NAP. Uh, very great partner that we've been having almost a year. It's almost been a year. So it's, really? Yeah, almost. Wow. A couple more months. But, that went by fast. Um, come to, if you're in the city, downtown, Fishtown, University City, Center City, uh, you might see some green newsstands. You might see some videos playing. Mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm, yours mm-hmm. truly. We are on there popping, so make sure you go check out a new stand. Thank you very much. Shout out to Boom Philly. Boom Philly, so Radio are, One family, what up? What up, what up, what up? We are officially partners uh, with them. We're so excited because this weekend on Saturday, we're going to be at the B Expo. Be all that you can be. Yes, at the convention center. There's going to be some great guests. Remy Ma is going to be there. Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. <laughs> you no? can't wait to do that. <laughs> like, you've been practicing, like, all night to do that habit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's my best, Dougie Fresh. You're welcome. Um, yeah, it's going to be tons of people at the V Expo. Water Ice is going to be in the building. Boom Philly, they put on a really good experience every year. Make sure you guys get there. And last but not least, Samsung Technologies. Hey. For hooking us up with all these pre and post production needs. Yep, yep, yep. Go to their website, Samsung Technologies. Thank you very much. We appreciate your love. Yes, we do. And support. All right, guys. So then you guys got to make sure that you are following the Lauren. I'm sorry. Yep. The Lauren Relive Show on Instagram. Also on Facebook and on Snapchat as well. Also, make sure you guys are following Water Ice Radio. That's W-O-O-D-E-R-I-C-E underscore radio on Instagram. Download that app. Yes. Tune in. Tune in app, guys. It's so easy and it's free. You go go to like whatever your app store is on your phone. Put in tune in. Tune in. And it's free. Download it. And then search Water Ice Radio. Yep. And what you get is 24 hours of us. Yes. All Water Ice stuff. All Water Ice shows. Shout out to Mike Beyond with the Flyer Die podcast. Yep. Shout out to the Drop Night Show. K Wonder and Mr. Sean Beasley. Yep. Um, it's just a, lo- a lot of good stuff right there. 24 hours of music and Water Ice. I mean, we out here. We are out here. <laughs> and I was so excited because um, last week, I think Friday actually, mm-hmm. It was the anniversary of the death of Notorious B.I.G. March 9th, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And um, and the, the birth of Hector's favorite rapper, A.Z. A.Z. <laughs> <laughs> and the Water Ice family came together and put together, uh, you know, um, a biggie a playlist. Tri- a, a biggie tribute playlist, and it was rocking for an hour and 30 minutes, guys. That's but that's the type of stuff that you get on the Water Ice Radio on the free tuning app, so make sure you guys are plugged in. Yeah. I Woo. think we're good. Think we're good? I think we could go into the show. I think we got it. All right. So tonight, everybody, we have a wonderful guest coming in. She is beautiful. Her daughter is beautiful. And they have a lovely story to tell. Yes. That you guys are all going to be interested in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her name is Rashina. Say the last name again for Fennessy. me. Fennessy. I knew I was going to mess like it Tennessee, up. Like Tennessee. Fennessy. So Rashina uh, Fennessy is here in the building. She's here to talk about um, her foundation, which mm-hmm. is the Saya's Liver Foundation. She's mm-hmm. going to talk about her story. And she's going to talk about all the great things that her and her daughter are doing. It's really, right really, now. really dope. It's really good. Like, inspiring. You guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, remember, we save lives around here, so we had Always. to get her on the show. Always. And what's that playlist looking like tonight? So that playlist tonight is definitely dedicated to Rashina because she is a rock mom for sure. Mm-hmm. So we definitely said we wanted to spotlight all of our favorite mom artists. Mm-hmm. It was too many. Right? There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. So we had to kind of like. Yeah. Go, uh, you know, come and, you know, minimize it as much as we could. I had to right? go with the MILFs. 
the milk. You went with the milk? Oh, mm-hmm. I just went kind of sort of with my favorite moms. Yeah. So, you guys, we're going to go ahead and get into our favorite moms artist playlist real quick. But we got like a special song in, in the mix of that. And we'll that. get to that. And we'll we get to back. that when we come back. So, first song up is yours, Jay. Woo! The Queen. You can have Beyonce. I got My you. Queen is Shade. I get it, though. Uh-huh. I, I get it, though. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, I had to bring <laughs> this one out the vault. Um, all of my old heads will love this song. Cherish, the, cherish the day. I got it. I'm, yeah. I'm not even mad about that. I appreciate that. All right, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What a Ice Radio. We will be right back. Please do not go Sit anywhere. your ass down. You ain't going nowhere. You don't got nothing to do. <laughs> and we're back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What a Ice Radio. Yeah, yeah. And that was Miss Sade. My boo, I didn't know she was a mom. Yeah. Until you told me. Yeah. See, that's that's why I love her. She's the perfect artist. Nobody knows anything about her. So this week. Love it. So late, no, early last week, Ava DuVernay was on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about Wrinkle in Time and how they got her to be the. Yeah. The, um, she was like, she's like, I wrote her a letter, basically. Damn. So Disney, so she said Disney was like, who do you want to be on the, the soundtrack? Like, who do you want? And they were like, she was like, you probably won't be able to get who I want, but I'll still throw it out there. They're like, who? He was like, Sade. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh. Yeah, we can get it. We, can, we don't know if she'll do it, but we can get it over to her. Yeah. So literally, she like handwrit a letter and ma- they mailed it to her. Wow. Like, I think somewhere over in the So UK. that's all it takes. <laughs> I'm about to get in my typewriter. And she said three or four days later, she wrote her back. And wow. Was like, I love your shows. I love, you know, the stuff that you do. Sure. Like, I'll do it. Whatever, whatever. And I smell an album coming. The rest is history. She's coming out. You know what I mean? She's coming out of hibernation. Doing a quick little her yarn. hibernation are long. She she puts out her stuff, goes on tour for like two years, war out tour, and then she just goes back into. Uh, she's a vampire. I think she's she a vampire. is. Yeah. She's also drinking from that fountain of youth. Absolutely. For sure. All right, everybody. You know what time it is? It is time for the ratchet recap. Ratchet recap. The ratchet recap is a part of the show where we talk about anything and everything that is ratchet. Yeah. So that it could be politics. It could be sports. It could be celebrity gossip. Or local news. It could be trending topics. Um, and it could be you. With your ratchet With your ass. Little, sit your ratchet ass. Yes, damn, right? <laughs> you know, your mom's talk to your teeth. Well, it's a lot of ratchet stuff going on in all those areas, especially politics, but we're yeah. not doing that tonight. Right. But I just want to say that the Trump administration is completely ratchet right now. It's the craziest shit ever. Still. Before. Still. Yeah, it's like consistently. It's consistently crazy. Like, it never stops. It's it's a, it is a reality show. It's wild. It definitely is. This is real life. But this ratchet recap news is a little bit sad, everybody, unfortunately. I was in culture. I was in shock this morning. Like I was like, what is going on? This morning, I know you guys all woke up to seeing that rapper Craig Mack has passed away. Man. At the age of 46. That's young. But like, so young. I don't like how like did it say how? Yeah, actually it said he um, died from um congestive heart failure. Wow. Alright, we need to take care of our health, y'all. Yo, men, fellas. Y'all ain't too tough to go to the doctors once in a while, man. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's not, not a good look. 46 is, like, it's young. It's your prime. That's even good to my dad. That's what I'm saying. That's like, wild. It's wild. Um, and I, I take it that no one, you know, he wasn't sick or in the hospital. Like, no one saw his call yeah. coming or whatever. But if you guys, for all you youngins out there who don't know, Craig Mack, Craig Mack was actually the first artist on Bad Boy yep. Entertainment. He had his first, he had, he made Bad Boy had their first smash yep. hit, which was Flavor in Your Ear. That, like, I, 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 I was reading um, Questlove. He put a post up. He said, like, that that beat was probably, like, the first viral, like, um, instrumental. instrumental. 
like you, it's easy to do at the lunch mm-hmm. table. And everybody was doing Yeah, and then you just do your little your little cipher. Yeah, and then I also heard I don't I don't remember the person's name, but he tweeted. Um, nobody really knew what I was talking about when he said, "Yo, Mac, I don't know if they understand you or yeah, yeah, yeah. why they don't understand you on that Mary joint." So Craig Mac was on a remix of one of Mary J's songs, right. of course, that Puffy produced. Right. And no one really knew who he was at the right. time. So, but apparently, like, he killed it. Yeah, that was, that was like, the genius of Diddy. Like, he just, he would, like, tease people here and there with, right. like, remixes, throw, throw my songs with already established artists. That era, that, like. I remember that era. Like, it's, absolutely. like, it yesterday. People can say what they want about Diddy, but that era of music was everything. It was everything. It was everywhere. It was, like. Like, even before he really pushed Bad Boy out, like, even that whole era of, like, the Jodeci, the Mary J. Like, Wise. the New Jack, the the um, R&B hood, Thug. The New Jack Swing. Yeah. Like, real love. It was, was like, a new, It was, you could see, like, a new form of music, like, forming out, like, that hip-hop R&B collabo. And he was a young thing doing that. He was young, man. He was young pumping. Like, 22 or something? 23? Something crazy like that. And then it's, it's crazy because he passed, unfortunately, he passed away two days after, um, not too deep. Biggie. Biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's what he said in the movie. First you get the you get the big and then you get the, the Mac. Mac and it was a picture with them two <sighs> together like a big Mac. So um another crazy thing is that I, I got an opportunity to watch the uh, Biggie docu on title this mm. weekend. So good. I didn't they know talk about um it's it was one of the it's like a book. It's like really, really good Interesting. One Do you know who directed it? I don't actually, mm. I apologize. But um Talk about Craig Mack and stuff like that because also, if you guys don't remember, when Diddy with the big reunion tour, he asked Craig Mack to right. come back. Right. But uh, Craig Mack had left music. Mm. Um, he had like a, a rough stint where he was kind of like yeah. out there. Remember he, remember he was on the, the remix, uh, Special Delivery? Special Delivery. And everybody was like, yo, it's Craig Mack, he's right. back. So someone someone tweeted that today, like, I know we're all going to talk about Flavor in the Air, the regular version, and the remix, but let's not forget Special Delivery yeah, uh, remix was, when he was, came back. Yeah, that was. Um, but he's also in the documentary of the Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Okay. That's on iTunes. Right. Um, and, you know, they go and they, they talk to him and they ask him to come do the reunion tour. And he says, nah. He like, um, he, like, found God and stuff like that. So he wasn't rapping anymore. But then he went and talked to him and stuff like that. And it looked like, you know, it was still, it was no, like, bad blood or anything like that. But he still like Craig Matt. Yeah. But tell me if you know this. I heard that the reunion. Biggie's verse on the remix of Flavor get in Your Get more busting ashtrays. I'm mad because I get more yeah. busting ashtrays. It's actually, that whole verse was a diss to Craig Mack. Really? I heard that. Huh, I'm about to look into that. I didn't know. I had no idea about well, that. We had to listen to it on the break. Is that what your, some of your brother said? Uh, it wasn't my brother, but it was someone who knows their music stuff. Interesting, I'm telling you. I'm going to look it up on the break. Okay. To know if that's true. But it was, a, look, rest in peace, Wilhelm. It was a, it was a dope verse. That was, that was like the era when I, like, I, I, I started coming up to the East Coast to see like my dad's side of the family. Okay. And the one thing I always remember was just the music because back home we, we weren't getting what y'all were listening to. Here. So you got like the East Coast. It was stuff? like a it was like it was almost like a culture shock in a sense. Okay. Like, oh, this is what y'all listening to up here. Yeah. And I just remember this song vividly. I remember when I went back I had to get like the cassette tape and rock the song because I just love the It won't beat. be around next year. <sighs> and everybody was on that remix. LL yeah. everybody was on it. It was really, really good. It was a really good time. Music was so good. It was so dope. <laughs> I miss so it. So dope. Uh, R.I.P. So man. Rest in peace to Craig Mack. So what we're gonna do right now, we normally wouldn't take a break right now, but we definitely have to um, you know, 
We got to talk about your uncle in a little bit. <laughs> uncle <laughs> Juice is loose. <laughs> you get on my nerves. But real quick, we got to pay homage to uh, Craig Mack. Rest in peace. We're going to play Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Air Remix. Yep. One time, it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What Ice Radio. We'll be right, right back, you guys. We are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What A Ice Radio. Yeah. And that was Craig Mack with Flavor In Your Air Remix. Yep. Again, rest in peace to Craig Mack. Classic, uh, classic remix. Classic, 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 classic remix. Song, video, all that. Everything. All right, guys. So. What's up with your uncle, man? Leave my uncle alone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Leave my uncle alone. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Juice is loose. <laughs> But like I like how Fox like oh the lost tapes like motherfucker y'all, y'all had, had these, these tapes. y'all just couldn't y'all just couldn't release them at the time because he was in, in um, up for prison again. Absolutely, we are still in the ratchet recap, and this story had to be like it was so many things like we could talked about the night, but I had to do this because I'm actually watching this like laughing. I, I didn't even get to be, watch it, but but yo boy is wild yo. He be like he was so nonchalant. He was laughing. He's like, <laughs> yeah, hypothetically. He was laughing. That motherfucker killed him. Crazy. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about OJ Simpson pretty much confessing to the murders of Nicole and uh what was the other guy's name? Oh fuck. I forgot. I for- Damn, There's funny. so many names in that. Gold Goldman. Goldman. Rob Goldman, Michael Goldman. Ooh, Some, uh, I feel Goldman. Bad. Sorry. Rest in peace. I forget. I just forget his yeah. name, right? So, Brutal. I know it's bad. Brutally murdered. Let's say that. Okay. Yo, how did the prosecutors drop that ball, yo? They how? messed up. How? It was and like it was like a lob. There was about, ah, they and just like airborne. And guess what? Door. And there goes Cochran with the uh, yeah. Matumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my house. Right? With his raps. He got eight bars and shit. With, if, if it don't fit, you can't Must have quit. quit. <laughs> <laughs> I swear he did bars. that. Yeah, bars. bars. They're like, what? So basically, you guys, OJ, there was a special that Fox had did with OJ right after like the trial, basically, mm-hmm. um, about the murder of his, uh, his Ron wife. Goldman. Ron Goldman. Right there it is. Okay. And basically, he confessed in a high. He said hypothetically, this would have would have happened. Well, the question the the lady asked hypothetically, like, how would you like? How do you think it would happen? Would if have you happened, would have been, right? Which is a crazy question to ask anybody. But he's even crazier to, to even answer. answer. I'd be like, nah, I'm but good. But it's no double jeopardy. I get it, but still, like, that motherfucker was like, ah, well, well I would do it like. My, wait, hold on, so he's like. <laughs> My friend Charlie. Yeah. We were like, who the fuck is Charlie? Charlie? (laughs) Another name? What's happening? So let me just give you a couple snippets of it. So Simpson starts by talking about his friend Charlie, whom he says for some reason went to Nicole's to snoop around. He says Charlie came over to Simpson's house, Simpson's house, told him what was going on, and Simpson responded, whatever is going on, it's got to stop. That's what Charlie said. Unfortunately, Reagan did not ask Simpson what Charlie said what was going on. Dude, does it matter? They were fucking, right? Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Simpson says, hypothetically, he and Charlie drove to Nicole's with a cap, gloves, and knife under the seat and parked in the alley. He said he keeps a knife in, in his whip for the crazies. <laughs> like, that's the pot kind of kettle black. Right. <laughs> He walked around the property and Goldman appeared, saying he was at the restaurant where Nicole dined and was returning the sunglasses her mom left behind. Simpson says he got angry at Ron 
uh, presumptuously thinking he was there on a date with Nicole and started screaming at him. Nicole came out, things got heated. She told OJ to get the F off her property and then he says Nicole fell and hurt herself. In fact, he swung the knife at her and hit her in the face with the blunt end. Is he not done yet? No, he's not done. Now. Another con- one. Now for the confession. Simpson loses the hypo and starts talking very clearly, undeniably, in the first person. <laughs> Says Ron got in a karate stance. I saw it. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A karate stance. And OJ responded, you think you can kick my ass? And then he says, I remember. I grabbed the knife. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I grabbed it. I remember that. OJ eventually checks himself when he realizes he's talking in the first person and actually starts laughing. That's when he's like, oh, hypothetically. Uh, hypothetically. That motherfucker crazy. Crazy as shit, dog. Yeah, but, like, like, he's slippery. That's like, he's juice. How you get, yo, how, how is that, how are you not dead? Like, from, like, capital murder, going to the, the you know, electric chair. How? How did they not figure that out? How? This is bad. That's people. so wild, yo. Yo, I knew, I knew, I feel like, I feel like people always knew that he did it, right? Right. But I think black people just felt like we got off we, as a needed, whole yeah, from yeah. after the uh, the Rodney, Rodney King, King and the riots thing, right? Just, we was, always knew he did. We always knew he did it. It was no. It was like, whoa, he got all uh, that. That, <laughs> that boy did it. That boy did it, right? He did it over and over. We all, we all knew. We all knew the deal. <laughs> But we we felt like we won, unfortunately, in this particular case. But you know what I didn't know? In the civil case, Ron Goldman's father won all the rights to all of OJ's stuff. Wow. So he ended up getting several millions of dollars worth of things. That's wild. So, I mean, nothing will replace, of course, Do you the remember where you were at when that happened? Well, when it happened? Yeah. I was young. I was in school. I was like in middle school. I, re- I remember. I was, I was in middle school, but I, was, I remember because it was right. It was in the middle of the playoffs. For basketball, right? I don't, I don't, I remember they, was, they, they just cut to and it was just like a, it was just the, on the oh news. what the the Bronco yeah so I remember when he got acquitted okay because literally they bought the TV into the yeah. into the room for it remember you used to roll the TV on the black <laughs> on the thing the black thing, thing the little straps to hold the TV <laughs> down I re, I remember that yeah and I because I went to a predominantly white school uh-huh. and I remember. <laughs> <laughs> did no but like 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 what was the reaction it's like? this it was the it was same reaction as... the day that obama won his first president his first presidency it was quiet right quiet as shit i'll, I'll... <laughs> like, all the black people get your like, uncle we all like well he did, the glove didn't fit <laughs> and, then, and then the bell rings and we all go out and all like oh yeah, <laughs> like, that boy did it yeah you know that i mean boy definitely did it but yeah, so Mongo OJ is wilding. He is wilding. <laughs> wilding. It was so but, like. I mean, so I don't. I'm trying to figure out why they bought it out now. That's what I'm trying. Like you know me. Like I'm. I'm like, what's the reasoning? Like, like what's that, up? Is like what's happening? Distraction. Something else going on. Well, everything is a distraction for the Trump administration That's what I'm right saying. now. Every, everything is a distraction. That's wild. So many people watched this John, yo. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I just waited for the clips. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was like, I, you know, I, I like to watch people's responses to right. it. Like, I, that's, but I, I saw it. I was like, what? Why? Why now? 10 year anniversary, 20? Like, it's it was not. nothing. Real quick before we go to break, can we talk about this one thing? On the run? Oh, no, I wasn't even going to talk about oh. that. But yes. Oh, God, that is tonight. Let me get my coinage together. Hold on. Gotta get. Man, you ain't got it. 
I'm coming. Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? When is it? July 30th? July 30th. Oh, okay. I'll probably birth- go twice. Around my birthday? Oh, okay. I'll probably go twice. I'll probably go... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> me, and, me and cousin... How many times have you seen Beyonce? How many times have you seen Jay-Z? Um, I've seen Beyonce more than I've seen Jay-Z, but... Mm. I think I've seen I've I, I, no lie, and I'm not just saying this. I've seen Beyonce pretty much every tour. on every tour that she's been on, That's wild. except for one. Wow! And it was at the a, the Ace at AC at the Revel when the Revel was there. Oh, shout out to oh my, yeah, when they didn't she like open it or something? Yes. Shout out to my sister who took her best friend instead of taking me. Oh, but that's anyway. right. Oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> sorry <laughs> Fee. <laughs> sorry, Fee. But I was supposed to get tickets with somebody else, and then we didn't get them, and then I was it was a whole story. But yes, but I, their Snapchat was lit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen her ever. That was a while ago. That was before Blue. That was for the baby. So like 2011, that a, 12. That was a while ago. Twitter so was, was lit. Right. <laughs> so I've seen her every time except that one time. And I've seen her. Even with Destiny's Child? Multiple, no, no, not uh, Destiny. Sing, single. Got it, got it. By got herself. Got Solo. Solo. Um, no, yeah. I, I mean. I gotta go with cousin Mallory too. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, we and you know we like Shout to go. Shout to Mal. What we up? You know we like to go different places to see. Right. We don't like to go in our hometown city. Right, y'all, so. Now you just done. All right. So. right. What are we gonna say though? Anyway, I'm gonna talk about Bruno Mars really quick. Okay. This whole debate about does Bruno Mars, um, I'm just appropriate appropriate black culture. This is the I feel like this is the dumbest debate Mem- ever. We brought this up before. Remember you had an article, some some girl wrote a whole article on some random blog about that, and and people were like, uh, he was just on sixty minutes talking about how um, James Brown, Michael Jackson influenced him, and he's like half I, Puerto but, Rican, and, and so this is the, this is the stuff that it gets. That and I, he and he likes Elvis too. Like no shade and everything. I love my people and everything like that, and Wakanda forever, all that good stuff, right? <laughs> but this is where I say like we take it too far. Relax. Like we always just want to have something to kind of sort of like. Uh, it's always when someone's hot. You notice that? Yeah, but come on. It's always Lee when Bruno, someone's hot. Lee Bruno no, alone. He's been in the game for like 10 years. And all he does. And now people are like, oh, he's culture approach. What is all, he doing? And all he does is big up the people that have, uh, the black all people. All the time. The black people have paved the way for him. I'm, I, I just wanted to bring it up. People like, just want to be. People stop. Just stop. It's okay. That's it. All right. All right. So that's the Reggie recap for the Lauren Reed Live Show, everybody. Make sure you are always tuned in to us on Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern Central Time. When we come back, our guest will be sitting in the hot seat. Yeah. She will be here to talk about her foundation, the yeah. Asaya's Liver uh, Foundation. Miss Radnisha. Rashina. Rashina. I'm sorry. I'm Radnisha is the, <laughs> the, the dance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also a Temple Maid person. But oh. Rashina. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I got it. Tennessee. Fantasy. Boom. Boom. Got it. I was like, Tennessee, Fantasy, Tennessee, Fantasee. Got it. All right, guys. This is your girl, Lauren Reed. We'll be right back. Jill Scott is coming up right now. The best hugger in the world. You had a hug from Jill Scott? (laughs) Who got a hug from Jill Scott? Uh, Uh, He always says she looks like she gives the best hug. And we're back. We are back. We're back. Lauren Reed live on Water Ice Radio. That was Miss Jill Scott from West Philly. Is she from West Philly? West North. She's from Philly. All right, from from Philly. Philly. Word up. But you know Jilly from Philly. Yeah, there you go. Um, we have a great, great guest right here with us. Yes, she's here, everybody. We've been talking about it. We've been promoting all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the founder, creator of Asaya's Lung Fund. I'm sorry, Li- Asaya's Liver Fund. There we go. 
Um, and she has a lot of lot of different crazy things that's going on, which is all really dope. She's all, she's an author as well. Yeah, she is. We're gonna get into that in a little bit. She also has a bombshell she's gonna drop tonight. Oh, some exclusive news on her end. We'll get to Don't that. Don't you love later. how everyone comes here with an exclusive? Time is they everything. They gotta come here first, right? Time is everything. I love it. So she gets to that, but without any further ado, yes. Give it up for Rashina Finnessy, everybody. Hey, Tell them what you, school you went to. You. Hey, Temple University. Yeah, we in here. <laughs> to you, motherfucker. To you. Every time, everybody. Every time. Every time. Every time. Gang, gang. Every time. All day. Basically. I actually met Rashina at Temple, what, like 2005 ago. or something? Wow. Yeah, something like, like that. 05, wow. 04, 05. Something crazy. <laughs> something like that. Yep. Yeah, so Jay was like, we got to get her on the show. She has like a dope story. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me go find her on, you know, on the gram. And I was like reading about the reading about your story, and I just thought it was amazing. So without Thank further you. ado, especially for this month, women, yeah, women's women's history month, women's yeah, history month women's and everything, empowerment. Yes. So um, without further ado, kind of just kind of tell us your story. Um, Introduce well, yourself and tell your story. I am the infamous Rashina Fennessy, <laughs> and I am the mother of Asaya Fennessy. I'm just Asaya's mom. It's a little joke we say all the time because everybody's like, you're Asaya's mom. <laughs> um, but um, Asaya is my daughter. She'll be 10 years old in May. And um, shortly after she was born, I was prescribed a drug to take while nursing her. Needless to say, the drug passed through my breast milk. She was only six days old and she had a immunological response to it, AKA an allergic reaction. That reaction resulted in her going into liver failure. And from there, it began a whole process of um, several agencies working diligently to cover that up. Okay. Um, Big Pharma covering it up. So she was uh, initially, she was diagnosed with a severe acute drug induced hepatitis. And then from there, as her liver began to deteriorate, um, the diagnosis changed to something called biliary atresia, which was an intentional misdiagnosis. Biliary atresia is a disease of no known origin. And with it being a disease of no known origin, it takes away liability from any medical professional who could have inflicted harm negligently. So um, going forward, everything was just a struggle. So I I, I don't want to stop you, but I have to. You're a young mother. Yes. You've just had a child. Yes. You're nursing. Yes. That's what they tell you to do. Yes. And why was this particular drug prescribed to you? For, if you don't mind saying. For a suspected UTI. Never confirmed. So a few okay. days after she was born, we followed up with the pediatrician for a regular well visit. Okay. And at that visit, I complained about lower back pain. I had just given birth six days before. So, okay. you know, my internal Epidural? system. Yes. Okay. My internal system is just going through things. You right. know, everything is snapping back. Right. <clears throat> and instead of her encouraging cranberry juice or something else, she immediately went to, it may be a pharma. UTI. Yeah, she went pharma. You get paid for the prescription. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. You know? So when she handed me the prescription, I specifically said to her, "You know, is this okay to take?" Because I'm nursing. nursing. Correct. That's my first concern. Because my grandmother always said to me, "Everything that you eat, everything yeah. that you drink, that baby gets." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I was extremely cautious about that, and she told me it was okay to take. Mm. Needless to say, the drug is contraindicated in children under 30 days old. My daughter mm. was six days old. Wow. So it was a big breach of care. So how long before um, 
you saw, like, when did you see the reaction with Asaya? So with newborns, because their immune system is not um, complexly developed like ours, mm -hmm. their symptoms present differently. So she started developing oil thrush, okay. as you know, with women yep. and mm -hmm. antibiotics, yeah. we get yeast or okay. thrush, yes, the fungal infection. So she developed oral thrush in her mouth. Hmm. And then wow. um, she began to develop a skin rash. And when I took her to the peach, she told me it was something called milia. But it wasn't milia. It was an allergic reaction to in the skin. To your correct. Breast milk. And then after the rash developed, she started to projectile vomit. At this point, I had been on the drug for about four or five days. Okay. She was refusing to nurse. She's six days old, turning her head side to side from my but breast. And, so, and then she's not eating at wow. this point. Right. And then when the vomiting started, I'm alarmed at this point. So right. the first thing I do is I take her to the emergency room. Absolutely. Everybody else is telling me, oh, you're over-exaggerating. You're Nothing's a new mom. Wrong. Yeah, you're blah, tripping. Blah, blah. You're 23 with a baby. You don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. right. But my motherly instinct told me, something wasn't right when okay. i took her to the er they knew immediately when they took blood that she was having an allergic reaction wow her wow. allergy cells were elevated they mm. looked at those laboratory studies and never explained that to me that they her allergies us, was yes this and is her like liver numbers wow. her liver numbers were elevated as well and they sent us home the doctor specifically told me to come back that Tuesday when his team would be there so that they could work her up for biliary atresia because they suspected that that's what she may have had. And explain the biliary atresia, what they think. Biliary atresia is a disease of no known origin. And what it is is that in the liver, because the liver is the largest gland in the body, it has a series of ducts that drains all of the toxins out of the bloodstream. Mm. All of the breakdown of the red blood cells, that's bilirubin. Okay. Bilirubin is what gives your stools its pigmentation. So okay. the light brown, the green, the dark brown that you see come out in your bowel movements, that's the secretions of the liver. It shows you how active mm. those enzymes are. Wow. So the biliary ducts, when they become blocked, obstructed, or destroyed, you have something called biliary atresia. Atresia and means blockage. And they suspected this due to what? They had, because her jaundice was elevated. But every child in the first 30 days of life, 50 to 60% of children are have born jaundice. jaundice, correct. I had jaundice, oh, I was a preemie, but I had jaundice. Uh, but I had jaundice. Correct, so they used that as a tool to scare me to right. allow them to explore and experiment on my child. So do you believe that they knew from the very beginning yes. about her liver they and they wanted you to did. come back once they got their team together and say, look, we got something going on here? Yeah, because at that time they had a uh, an observatory database for children with neonatal hepatitis and biliary atresia. Get the fuck out of so here. So they were specifically targeting I'm my sorry, child. I'm sorry, this is like... they I. I can't make this up. This is honest to God truth, paper trail to everything. They approached me and asked me if I would be willing to enroll my daughter in a database. And I told them no initially. I said, hell no. There's no way that I'm giving you permission to enroll my child in this so that you can specifically look for that. No. So where's your mental state at this point? They sent you home. Your, I'm your freaked child out. is still sick. I'm freaked out. Well, when I went home, um, it just didn't sit right with me. Okay. I, I couldn't just sit at home and not have answers. So I went back before I was supposed to. And the guy got really upset with me when he found out that I brought my daughter into the emergency room because then they had to admit me. And when they admitted me to the floor, they admitted me for, or they admitted her 
for the vomiting so they were exploring that to see if there were other causes to that but in the process of exploring that they were exposing her to other drugs that could potentially cause more damage i'm sorry mm. when is someone supposed to be upset that you send that right you bring your child because they're back. not doing what they want because her to do exactly yeah. and that's what it is you're a young mom you don't know any better we're the experts and you're going to listen to what we say right this is this is so this is so crazy to me i, I mean but it happens more well, probably, often probably it more often all, than not wow that's more crazy. often than not so when you don't know medicine i mean for me this was literally a learning experience through this i had to become a doctor yeah. and that is the only way that my daughter survived which and did. lawyer <laughs> otherwise she, she would have died so i apologize because I, I cut you off in um during the story mm -hmm. so she basically we, we get to the point now where do we know that her liver is failing no they diagnosed her with biliary atresia um, when children are diagnosed with biliary atresia, the standard or protocol for care is that if they're under 60 days old, they do an exploratory surgery where they go in and they open the child up and they create a drainage system for them. So my child was taken into surgery Jeez. to physically diagnose biliary atresia because all the other studies that they had done were inconclusive. So we don't really know if she has this, but we got to open her up to find out if she does. That's wild. Because now we need to open her to it's obtain like a science project. Samples. Like what's happening? Yeah, it, it was it. I don't even this know. This was. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was one of the most frightening experiences in my entire life because I have this child and this life in my hands and I am the one that has to make every ultimate decision for her. Who was clearly fine at birth. Correct. Wow. Mm -hmm. Seven pounds, even healthy child. Uncomplicated birth. Breastfeeding in the Uncomplicated beginning. Uncomplicated pregnancy. Breastfeeding and nursing just Up fine. until that day. Up until that day that she was exposed to that drug. Wow. I, I have, like, literally, you guys, I have goosebumps right now because I can't even imagine. I'm not a parent, so I was, but I can't imagine you having to say, okay, open my child up at less than a month two, what she she was two months old two months old point. to see if she has something that you guys don't really even know right if they have it and it's something it. that you call but, but wait wait thing. something that you had lab reports probably showing that she did not have it yeah exactly the laboratory studies that they did all the blood work did not indicate that there was a severe biliary obstruction she also was draining and had pigmented stools mm. they lied in the records and said she had pale stools when she had the radioactive study done that's typically used to diagnose this uh, disease, it, it's an image study that shows the 3D structure of the bile ducts through a radio tracer. They intentionally and deliberately gave my daughter a bottle of oral contrast by mouth to block the isotope that was given by IV. Grimy. So the study showed a false positive for the disease. Okay. So I need a break. Yeah, wow. This shit is real. This is real. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking in the room and I'm trusting that what they're telling me that they're doing during these tests and the drugs that they're administrating are appropriate. This is how this is supposed to be done. But the entire time I'm being bamboozled, hoodwinked, hustled, whatever you want to. But also you are a concerned mother, a young mother. There was no remorse. There was no remorse. 
the company don't give a fuck, man. Yo, I, I still need a break right now because this is like so, it's wild. Heavy, so heavy that it's almost like it's, it's something that'll break a person who is not mentally strong enough to endure what we did. But now I'm for running, a long time, people call. I had I lost family members, I lost friends until I was able to really figure out what happened to me and articulate it in terms that people could understand. They didn't get it. People didn't get it. And right. they called me crazy. Right. They called me because crazy. Because no way. Oh, you're overreacting. No, absolutely. Yeah. Because no way you can go to a huge a, a, a a hospital, hospital with a prestigious right. name that would do something, something like, like that, that to right. you. And now it takes me back, God rest my grandmother's soul, for the reason why like our grandmoms and grandfathers never like, went to, nah, we ain't going. to a doctor. It's like that movie with um, yeah. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Um, um, the Secret, The Life of uh, Henrietta yes, something. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Because That's they the were taking her tissue samples, yeah. and then they used those samples all throughout the entire world, to developing cosmetic all types, products, right. developing medical treatments, yep. all types of things. And the families never got paid. Never got paid. They took tissue samples from my kid. Don't ask me what they're doing with them. Yeah. Whew. It's fucked up, yo. So we'll be back really quick. All right. <laughs> Needless to say, our playlist is dedicated to you tonight. Before oh. we have all of our rock mom, our favorite rock mom uh, playlist. Uh, we just had you had Sade, I had Joe Scott, mm-hmm. and now coming up is, is your pick. Monica. We have Monica. So Monica gone. is a dope mom, yo. Yeah, she yeah. she always is posting up stuff about her yeah. children. She's just a. We just kind of behind the scenes talked about someone who wasn't as nice. Mm-hmm. They say Monica is genuinely just a good, wonderful soul. Like, yeah. she's so nice to people That's when dope. she meets them. I didn't know that. Like I that. just thought she yeah, was Yeah, they said she's hot. a really, really, really good person. And she shows Philly a lot of love, yeah. too. Yeah. All right, so this is Monica with So Gone. We will be back with this crazy, amazing story. But... <laughs> There's a, there's a turn yes. to events. Yes. I want you. Yes. I, I want to finish the story of how you know everything kind of really into find fruition. out what's going on. Yeah. And everything comes to because it's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, it is. And I'm, you know, unfortunately, um, Asaya had to go through this stuff, but I'm a firm believer that she will be the story for someone else's child who doesn't have to go, go through, through something that. like this. Yes. Word. So we will be right back. It's your girl, Lauren Bree, live right here with my boy, Jada Gentleman. We mm. got Asaya's mom. I hope she doesn't care I call her Asaya's mom. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will be right back, you guys. Back, we're back, we're back. Lauren Bree live is shook right now. Yo, I'm... I'm <laughs> shook ones. I'm like... I, I was not ex- I was expecting this. I, was, well, I you, knew you said the story was crazy. I, t- I was like, you, you gotta let you gotta you gotta tell her what it is, man. Because like what, what you said in the break, it's like a movie. Like it's, this is this, this is, is unreal. It's unreal. It really is. It's real so, shit. All right, so let's fast forward. Um, where are we now? Not not now, but yeah. like in the story. So, so you know, they did the radio tracer studies. They manipulated those studies and they took her in the OR for um, exploratory surgery to confirm the diagnosis of biliary atresia. Exploratory. Yeah. Lewis so, and Clark. Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so when they came out of the surgery, there still was not a definitive diagnosis on discharge. So on the discharge paperwork, it said suspected biliary atresia. my child up. Yes, after they opened my child up. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, um, fast forwarding a couple weeks later, um, now she's passing white stools. Mm. And she had not had white stools before. As a newborn child, she had always had mustard, yellow, seed like stools, correct. And um, at this point, I'm freaking out because now it's like, what did you do to my child? They gave her biliary atresia. So at this point, um, now we're referred to the transplant team. And now she needs a liver transplant. 
So we are listed and we wait for about 14 months. But during that time, her health was deteriorating very fast. Mm. And um, from my understanding, there were several offers. But for whatever reason, the team kept turning down offers. And at this point, yes, of livers being offered to my child. And um, at this point, you know, her hair is falling out. Her eyes are green. She has rashes all over her body. She's shitting out blood. You're Um, living in the hospital. We're living in the hospital. And when we're not at the hospital, she's dying slowly at home. Yeah. So at this point, I started a um, living donor drive where I just started putting it out everywhere, all over social media. Um, Right before she got sick, I had um, a job opportunity at the radio station here. So I reached out to a few of my contacts there and I got set up for an interview. And this was before Charlemagne became Charlemagne that right. we know today. He this was is when he Wendy was in Philly. Yeah. Wendy, right? No, he wasn't even with Wendy yet. He was here in Philly before he got with Wendy. Okay. So, um, you know, I had worked behind the scenes with them a little bit um, before Saya's sickness became so overwhelming. And I reached out and I'm like, I need help. My kid is like sick. She's going to die. He's like, look, come in for an interview go in i start sharing the story and he gives the hospital the donkey of the day and the donkey of the day goes viral and the next thing i know two weeks later we get a liver transplant donkey of the day is like on the, the breakfast club donkey of the day? yeah so she was on the breakfast club so, okay yeah, so. yeah before it became donkey of the day on the breakfast club it was donkey of the day here on 100.3 to b that's oh, what yeah. okay, okay that's okay, where okay. it started. started okay yeah so you know we proceeded with that aspect and we were successful in, you know, making some noise. Right. A few calls were made to the uh, Liver Foundation chapter here and, you know, things got moving. We got the offer. She gets transplanted. The Orient came from a, um, a child who drowned in the Midwest out mm. in Minneapolis. She was um, 18 months old. Her and her brother had been placed in a foster home and she was left unattended in a whirlpool. Mm. Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, God rest her soul, you know, she prolonged my daughter's life for three years. Wow. Um, After the first transplant, um, Children's Hospital did not get the immune therapy regimen right. Her laboratory studies were raging for months. They never addressed it. And the organ went bad. So are you seeing these laboratory results? They're sending, they're supposed to send copies to my home. But what they were doing was they would call me after they got the studies and they would say, oh, mom, everything looks fine. But they're not sending They review, they would, oh, we, you know, her ASTs are looking good. Her GGT is looking good. We check these vitamin levels. Everything's looking good. But the entire time, her numbers are raging. So I want to put a post-it note there because anyone who's been to the doctors before, you take it lab results and stuff like that. Like, okay, we'll call you and let you know everything is okay. Yep. And the normal person is thinking, I, I'll use myself as an example. I have a thyroid disorder, mm-hmm. so I go in often to get my blood taken to check mm-hmm. my levels. Um, my doctor calls me and lets me mm-hmm. know how my levels are. Mm-hmm. Um, I never get, I, I mean, I know I have records. I can go online and get records of the. the now the, you the, can. Now you can. But during that, that time. time there was no such thing as a patient portal where you could actually mm-hmm. go look at patient test results. So my if question, there were, right. 
then I would have been all over it. Because what my question to you was going to be, did you educate yourself and understand what those lab results meant? Yes. Okay. So what happened was, and this experience is totally different from the experience that adults get who have uh, better insurance, because at the time we were getting Medicaid. Okay. From another uh, family that I know, before they went through the entire transplant process, they had a whole screening. They had to go through a... Um, interview process an intake process we didn't have to do any of that we signed some paperwork and they gave me a um a binder full of information and was basically like read it mm. that's how it happened for us that's just crazy so three years the liver goes bad because they're not six sick. months after the transplant my daughter ends up in the hospital for emergency surgery and she has to have two tubes inserted through her stomach into her liver because the bowel ducts of that liver were so severely damaged from the prolonged inflammation over six mm. months of rejection that she couldn't drain on her own so she had the same disease process that she originally started she with yes that's wild the drains were supposed to be temporary. It turned into a nine-month experience. Jeez. After nine, rewind. When I found out that she needed the emergency surgery, I told them they couldn't touch my daughter anymore. You mm. can't cut on my child anymore. I don't want care here anymore. I had her airlifted to Pittsburgh, where she was treated out there for three weeks. We spent Thanksgiving in the hospital, and we came home literally three days before Christmas. Did you get a better experience at this other hospital? They were way more aggressive in making sure that I understood everything mm -hmm. that was going on okay. because of my level of suspicion mm -hmm. from my prior experience. Okay. Is that where she got the second? No. When it came down to it, after the nine months of living with the drains, and they said, oh, well, we're going to have to do a third surgery now. We need to sever the right lobe of the liver because it's basically dead and rotting in her body. <laughs> when they told me that, I said, it's time to get out of here. Mm. So I took her to Delaware okay. where she was treated at DuPont that started in 2010. And we've been in Delaware ever since. How old is Asaya now? Well, how old was Asaya then? I know she's nine now, right? Um, yes. She'll be 10 in May. She'll, she'll be 10 in May. At that time in 2010, Asaya was two and a half okay. years old. Wow. So the first two years of this beautiful little girl's life she did not have a normal childhood mm -hmm. she did not get to experience things that kids in the first five years of their lives get to experience so i was going to ask um before we fast forward to to present day um what were some of the side effects of things that she had trouble that she had trouble learning how to walk she had gross fine and motor um delays mm -hmm. so she didn't crawl until she probably was like one she didn't walk till she was probably like 14 months old okay. and she was like grossly delayed because of all of the developmental issues with her internal organs she was small she was uh, diagnosed with failure to thrive so we had to do like two feedings at home to get extra calories in her after the first transplant she ate so much i felt like i couldn't even keep up with her because her body was so depleted mm. in nutrients she could the liver processes everything mm -hmm. it's the seat of the soul as they call right. it it's the source of energy so when she would consume consume foods while in liver failure her body was still in a in a state of starvation mm. for so she's just eating yes so after the transplant for the first time since six days of life she actually have a liver that works, so her body's just taking yeah. in everything that it possibly can. Yeah. yeah. Re so you see her hair growing. You see literally 
two days after she had the transplant, I'm rubbing her legs in the OR and you see all the dead skin from all the rash wow. and toxins just rolling off her body as because I'm rubbing now she it. Has a, a yes, liver that's, actually that's filtering. Yes. So this is this is just giving us um, knowledge on why your liver is so important. Yes. yes. You got me ready to put the bottle down. Yes. Like, Yes. You know, we always and talking about the turn up and drinking yes, and stuff like and that. And that's a part of our initiative. Like as we took these lemons and start to make lemonade, people don't understand that even lemons are hella beneficial for the liver. They're alkaline, they flush mm -hmm. the liver, the liver's the only organ in the body that can self-regenerate. Mm -hmm. So even if you do cause damage to your liver, it can repair itself if it's not extremely severe. So as I began to learn all of these things through her journey, I'm saying to myself, these are things that are important that people need to know. Right. So let's get into that. Besides liver fun, like we got the whole backstory. Yeah. Yeah. What what is it? Why why? I mean, we know why, but like what where is it at now? Like the mission. The mission, all of that. So our so mission is to engage, educate, and empower the community about organ and tissue donation. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, it stems from Asaya's entire experience, but it's also to help other families going through that process to know that they are not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, connecting families and highlighting stories so that people can really understand what organ failure looks like and the importance of actually being donors. Because we always find people on the receiving end who are willing to take an organ. Mm -hmm. If someone told you you needed a new heart, someone told you you needed a new liver, of course you're going to want to take that. Mm -hmm. right. But at the end of the day, you also have these people who are reluctant to give. I'm an organ, organ donor. That's all my idea. So, but <laughs> I, prime example, a few weeks ago I was in the DMV renewing my license and there was an older woman sitting behind me and another young lady on my opposite side and she was talking about her experience. She had just lost a child. Mm. And, um, she was uh, sharing her experience and I was sharing with her, you know, I understand the fear of losing a child. I haven't lost one, but, you know, I've, I've been in the trenches and I was explaining to her about a size journey and what I did to kind of empower myself through that and to live a healthy life dealing with that type of trauma. And in the process of me sharing that story, the older woman says, I ain't donating no organs. <laughs> and I was like, so if you needed a kidney, you wouldn't take one? She said no, and I wouldn't encourage my family to do it either. Wow. And Ooh. I said, That's eye opening. It, 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 <laughs> we're Whoa. sitting right in the DMV, and there's like advertisements everywhere saying yeah. be a, or register, put the stamp on your nah, driver's you license. Yeah, and I was like, what? well, why wouldn't you do it? She was like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, I'm not going to live the rest of my life taking medications. I said, if it was only one pill a day, you wouldn't do it so that you can have 15 to 20 years extra with your family. Right. That doesn't matter to you that you could actually be there with your family or that you could give the gift to someone else right. of being there with exactly. their family. And she was like, no, not at all. I said, well, you know what? It doesn't matter anyway because you're too old. Mm. And she was like, oh, there's an <laughs> age cutoff. Well, I don't even know why I'm having this conversation anyway. Neither do I. Bye, Grandma. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just, like, crazy. That's crazy. But it's like, you but get But that's, like, the mentality. So, yes. So here's a good question, though, for the person who is like, uh, I'm not sure if I really want to be an organ donor. What do you think some of the misconceptions of being an organ donor really mean? A lot of people think that if you register to be an organ donor, then that means that a doctor is not going to give you the life-saving care that you need in mm. the moment that, you know, you may be in a situation where you require it. So it's fear? 
it's fear. It's definitely fear-based. And what I explain to people quite often is that these are conversations that you need to have with your family mm -hmm. because a doctor can't pull a plug on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even if a doctor comes to your family and says, you know, your loved one is clinically dead. Mm -hmm. Clinically dead just means that there's no brain response going on. Mm -hmm. If you don't want your family to pull the plug, they can't pull the plug. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's different if you go into cardiac arrest and your heart's not beating anymore. You're dead. Yeah. You're done. So in that situation or that scenario, that's when it's most advantageous to say we're going to be a we're going to be a donor. But in the latter, you have to educate yourself and your family on what making those medical decisions mean. Mm. So you say to your family, if I'm clinically dead, you tell them don't pull the plug on me for two months. Mm. If in two months I don't wake up, then y'all do what you need to do. Got you. So when you put it in that perspective, it's like, oh, okay. No, they're but not educated. Yeah, they're not educated enough to know or understand how to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. And this is where our organization comes in and highlighting that and teaching people that. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, we want to talk more about what um, the Asaya Liver uh, Fund has been doing yeah. since you actually have some started notoriety, <laughs> national notoriety. Yeah, and you also have some really cool stuff that you also do as well. Yeah. Um, I know like the soap making and the, the skincare products and different things. The, the books. The books. books. We're going to talk about We got a lemonade product. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about all and that And the big stuff. news that she's going to drop. And the big news <laughs> that she's going to drop. And I, you know, I can't forget Asayo. I want to talk about how she is today. Yeah. Because I heard she's the life of the party. She's a, she's <laughs> like a socialite. Like, yeah, she yeah. is. Like, like, like a Paris Hilton. Just. She's so charming. Like people meet it. her and they're like, oh my God, how old are you? And we also got to talk about Jamie Foxx. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah she FaceTimed with Jamie Foxx and That's with so Yaz cool. the Great. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Miss Barry. She's uh, been a friend of the show. Yes, I love Miss Barry. She's, She's amazing. She's a great person. She mm -hmm. really, really is. She had a good story, too, about um, her child with um, dealing with some mental health issues. She talked about same stuff with mm -hmm. the doctors and stuff and medications and different yep. things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So good, good stuff. All right, you guys, it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on uh, What A Ice Radio. I think I'm next up with the song. Of yep. course, I had to have the Queen Mother on this list. Hey. Uh, exec, you want to own a run, too? Riri. Riri ain't oh, no, ready tomorrow. I'm, I'm ready. ready. Riri ain't got no kids. What? <laughs> Don't do that today. Not here right you know now. What? Okay? Not today, right now. Uh-uh. We're not going to do that. Not now. But she take care of the kids. Right? Yes, she does. She does. Okay. All right, everybody, it's Beyonce with Partition. Okay. <laughs> I spiced it it's up. It's my birthday in a couple it's, weeks. It's, it's <laughs> she can still be a sexy mom. Yes. All right. We'll be right back, you guys. Yes. Yes, Yes, We are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Eyes Radio. And that was the Queen B, Miss Beyonce Carter. Yep. And that was Partition. And we are still like ways deep into yeah, this interview really with Asaya's mom. Tip of the iceberg. Yes, it's so good. Yeah. Because I'm about to be like, have you talked to any directors yet? Writers and directors yet for this? I was movie? I was literally the no. first thing I said. I was like, I was like, yo, this is a movie, yo. This no, is I definitely. A I movie. mean, her experience is definitely a movie. What we went through with her transplant is definitely a movie. I got a TV series for y'all off. A whole bunch of other stuff. But like another This there. Is Us. <laughs> I'm telling you. That Can't be doing all that crying. I hear you crying. I hear you laughing. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk, let's yeah. talk about the, 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 the fund. 
So, so we're, we're at a point right now where you've gotten a ton of notoriety. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's talk about that. Like, so what? Like, so how is this open up? So the, many doors. The doors and the and just the expansion of, of the notoriety of this fund. So and your daughter. Um, you know, before Saya came along, I was a bit of a socialite. That's probably where she gets it from. Mm. <laughs> and um, I dibbled and dabbled in a lot of circles. Um, of course, I was to you. So you know what I it had is. a lot of um, contacts from my, my college years and experiences. So when I began developing the liver fund, when it came to branding and stuff, I just reached out to colleagues to mm. kind of support me on that journey. Cool. And the first one to really lend a lot of support was a really good childhood friend of mine by the name of Deron Carter. Mm. Um, he's a graphic designer. He, you know, we've known each other since we were like 12, 13 years mm. old. He's drawn his whole life. So I knew that when it came to really bringing my brand to life, that he had the creative eye to help that happen. Got it. So um, when we first started branding with the Liver Fund, he did like all of our flyers and stuff. And then when we did the book, he just went beyond himself. Like, let's talk you know, about that. Yeah, but I say, let's book. get into the book. Let's yeah. talk about that. Um, when Asaya was about five, she came to me and she said she wanted to do a children's book. And she said it a couple times. I didn't take her seriously. By her sixth birthday, she's like, Mom, like, I told you before. Right. She's like, <laughs> I just wanted a basketball when I was yeah, six. She's <laughs> like, You're playing. What's up with this book? Right. So, you know, we sat down one day and we started talking about it. And I said, Well, you know, would you like to do a book about your transplant? And she was like, yeah. She was like, I want to do a few books. She was like, I want to do it like a series. Oh. Dr. So, Seuss on. Yeah. So she started talking about how she wanted to, you know, write about her recovery and, you know, tell kids what transplants were about. And I'm like, this is like the holy grail. Hold this up. This is her now. at six. This is her at six. That's you know, Asaya has been, Asaya began having very advanced language skills at about 18 months. She could hold a full mm. conversation with you. Like doctors would walk in the room and they were like starstruck. Amazed, yeah. yeah. Like they just were mesmerized by this kid. She had that effect wow. everywhere she went. Mm. So it wasn't a surprise to me at six when she said, mom, this is what I want to do. She's always been a communicative child. Mm. She had to learn to communicate very early on in her life because of what she was going right. through. Yeah. So so the name of the book is I am a flower pot made from a plant. Correct? Yes. Yes. So how did you guys get that title? Well, the whole concept was, you know, fl plants are planted in pots mm -hmm. and transplants are planted in bodies. Okay. So metaphorically speaking, we wanted to do it in a way where we could jog the imagination of children. Got you. So, you know, With from a transplant, play. yeah, from a mm. transplant perspective and a plant perspective, okay. it worked well. Makes ton of sense. Mm -hmm. So um, she writes this book. You guys write it together and it just takes off. Yeah. So... In the beginning, I'm like, you know, how are we going to get this out there? Like, right. what avenues do I have? So I really started, like, pushing with pre-orders in the beginning. I really started going to, like, our local organ procurement chapters to get them behind us so that we could reach other families. And then, um, you know, I reached out to an old friend, Charlemagne. All right. And um, I'm like, hey, you know, we, we got this book and, you know, we had this amazing, crazy journey and you were a part of that. Like, let's sit down and let's talk about, you know, how we can really get this out there. And he's like, hey, you know, 
let's set it up with the producers. I'll, you know, talk to my team. We'll see what we can do, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we get to the date and I'm like super excited. We had the date like two breakfast months in club. advance. Yeah, breakfast club. Like, like you, what like, I listen to every morning. Yeah, one morning like, show in the country. like the god of urban radio breakfast club. My radio goals. Yes, my yes. Right. You know, aspirations. Right. So I'm like, you know, to me at that moment, it, it was confirmation that, you know, even though we had this horrendous experience and this crazy journey that God had planted so many people in our path to help us get to where we were Absolutely. going. Absolutely. And um, I never forget that because Charlemagne, and like, and like I tell them all the time, Charlemagne really saved my kid's life. Mm. You know, I was watching my child grow weak every day. And if it wasn't for the places that I had been and the people that I had known, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So um, we did the Breakfast Club interview. And after that, the book just went like. You're talking about Charlemagne's book. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, your book. book. It okay. just. In like two days, our GoFundMe just started popping. Wow. Our GoFundMe had set forever, and we were like getting small donations here and there, but then they just started rolling through. And when that happened, I had so much, so many resources to to then begin funding our other initiatives. Yeah, because I see you have tons of sponsors: The Breakfast Club, iHeartRadio, Make a Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, six ABC Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just a long list of sponsors. Yeah. Um, so I, I can only imagine how they just started rolling in at this point, and with all the different initiatives that you also have. Mm-hmm. Um, one that stuck out to me was the make sure I'm saying this right. The the liver liver aid, aid lemonade. lemonade. Yes. yes. About that. Yeah. So when Asaya was going through her, you know, liver disease process, we would do things to kind of like detox and flush her system. Okay. And we found that lemons were very effective in doing that. Mm. So I said, okay, our situation is bittersweet. How do we make lemonade? So, you know, there's this whole thing with the Alex, the lemonade stand. And I didn't want to be heavily associated with that type of, you know, fundraising method, but I did want to make it unique to our experience. So we developed the livery lemonade and we created three flavors to go with that, where they're naturally infused with all organic and holistic ingredients. We have cucumber lemonade, we have strawberry lemonade, and then we have a basic lemonade. So what we do every summer, we set up at pop-up spots across the uh, across the city, and we sell the lemonade product while raising awareness about organ and tissue donation so that people are aware that this is something that really happens in our community. Mm-hmm. Until it happened to me, I was like oblivious right. to it right it didn't it did not dawn on me that there were so many people suffering in silence with this particular stigma because you have a lot of people who are embarrassed by the health issue and they don't talk about it mm-hmm. so i wanted to create a world where my daughter could exist freely and exist in a place where she was comfortable with herself and her self image right and, and feel empowered by that so livery lemonade was born wow so can you can you only get it when you're out and out and about in the summer at the pop-up? Yes, spots? Okay. at pop-up spots. Okay. Um, ideally, we would love to have an opportunity to do some type of partnership or, you know, branding with a major um, retailer where we can make that available. But at the moment, we're doing it on the small scale. So um, before we go to break, um, so we had liver aid, liver aid, lemonade. 
um, but I just saw on your Instagram page you had a soap making class. So how did yeah. the soaps get involved? <laughs> lemonade bars. Yeah, lemonade so bars. So I wanted to keep the liberate lemonade concept going outside of the summer months. Okay. And people don't heavily drink lemonade in the winter. So, you know, I wanted to come up with a creative idea because through our initiatives to uh, engage, educate, and empower, we are branding through a healthy donor lifestyle. And living a healthy donor lifestyle meaning means having products and things available mm -hmm. to suit that donor lifestyle's okay. needs. Yeah. So the livery lemonade bars were created. Mm. And it is a soap that is a replica of our drink that nice. we serve in the edible. summer. It looks edible. Yeah, it like, does. Like it you smells just, amazing. Yeah, it's Girl, amazing. why you ain't bring one? I'm <laughs> sorry. Shout um, out, but you had like a really pretty predominantly big endorser recently. Yeah, somebody just literally uh, bought like 30 bars. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, it's it's been doing really really good. I was talking about Patty Labelle. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Well, a friend of mine, a friend, a friend of mine, um, does some work alongside Patty, and he's like, you know, I'm going to see Patty tonight. Give me some of that soap. And I was like, for real? And he was like, no, seriously, give me the soap. So I made some bars, packed it up, sent it on over, and she actually used it. Wow. So he hit me up. He was like, yeah, Patty used the soap. She said she liked it. And I was like, are you serious? He was like, she has a show tonight um, up in York. Let's drive down. I want you to meet her. And I'm like, I met Patty before, but yeah. <laughs> so I go in my closet. I'm like digging out my Polaroid photos of me and her so right. I can show her when I get there. And when I got there or whatever, he goes up on the stage and he's like, Patty, my friend that made you the soap is here. And she literally was like, oh. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Yeah. She was like, I used that last she night. She was like, she made me some soap, some lemon soap, and she said, and I bathed with it this morning. It was nice. Yes, mm. Miss Patty. But the soap is amazing, and she wasn't lying. So it was like, wow, that happened, and it was major. Right. It was major, and I'm like, you know, this, this just like the book has the potential to go places. And when I think of my soap, I think of the body shop, animal free cruelty yeah. free this is the type of place that could hold these products and really sell it while still raising awareness about what we're doing Absolutely. so with that being said you have workshops that you teach yeah, kids yeah to make their so own. um with the nehemiah davis foundation Shout I work nehemiah. With them. Friend Yay. another friend of the show yes. family so um with the nehemiah davis foundation i work very closely with him in developing youth um programs that empower youth and push them towards entrepreneurship. Nice. So I host a series of workshops where I teach the kids how to make soap, how to package it, how to brand it, mm -hmm. coming up with company names so that they can step out on the forefront and have their own small businesses because nice. it's it's important to get our kids business savvy. I mean, my daughter was a published author at six. Right. She does public speaking nationally across the country. Right. You know, she's had the front cover of the Philadelphia Daily Newspaper. She's done several, you know, TV show interviews. So it's like in knowing Face time that with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, you know. So and <laughs> and knowing that kids have the kids should have a platform and opportunity to know that they are capable of things great. And that's why I love working alongside Nehemiah Davis foundation Neo to do a, that. A great, great person. He's always yeah. pushing other people to be great. Yes. Uh, one of the things circle that, of greatness. Yeah. Circle of greatness. Yes. Um, one thing that I um, really appreciate about him is that he's not holding the information. He Absolutely. wants everybody 
Yeah. Be great. So again, shout out to him. He's definitely a big friend of the family here at the Laurie Live Show, Water Ice Radio, and Water Ice, and all that good stuff. Um, puppet shows. Yeah. So. I'm like, yeah, all my research, right? Yes, now. you <laughs> did. So our book, we're working to raise um, money to have that translated into a live puppet production. Nice. And we want to do it musical style, much like how you see the Sesame Street yeah. theme and stuff. So, Jim Henson. All. Yeah. So, you know, if we get a, a, a contact over there, you know, maybe we could make a special appearance. Not I'm just it. putting that out there. Yeah. Um, you got to. Yeah. You know, um, so that is another initiative that we're working on, you know, our Again, organization is geared towards engaging, educating, yeah. and empowering. And this is one of those engagement aspects. I love it. So when we come back, mm-hmm. um, I do have a couple more questions for you. Uh, we definitely want to know what's next. We want you to, you know, give your exclusive. Oh, the bombshell. Yes. <laughs> exclusive. Drop the bomb. New shit. Um, <laughs> DJ Clue. He's so crazy. Um, and... We'll just talk a little bit more about the foundation and what's going on with the science. And how people can find you. And how people can find you. They want to donate. All that good stuff. Okay. So, Jay, your song is up. What do you got for us? Let's see. Oh, J-Lo. Yes. I had to put J-Lo on. Like, she's she, killing it on the gram. Yeah, she's She's yeah. killing it. Like, I can't even, like, you the, can't the, even the lie. She's with the ponytail. She's with serving the body, face. She, oh, I like, just worked boys. out. It was, like, like, it was like a Latino Barbie. Okay. It was like it, everything mm. for me. I was she like. She looks she looks better than when she first started. Yes. That's that money. She, that's that. That's, <laughs> that's that. She glowed up. That's that wine, wine aging. That's okay. That, A-Rod put uh, it in. Nah, I don't even know if that's that A-Rod. That's, that's just her. I don't know. She started glowing up the last couple. Yeah. Listen, like her Instagram. I don't ah. care what it is. Her glow up is real. Yes, it is. Right? She had twins with Mark Anthony. Yeah, she did. Well, I had to put Amrill. What? crazy yeah i had to i had to do it i know i'm okay with that I had to do I she can't remix. sing for shit but i did the remix with y'all rule though <laughs> it's cool it's cool okay yeah, yeah. all right yeah all right everybody <laughs> it's your girl lauren Ree right here on what ice asshole. radio we she can't sing right for shit but she look good girl can't sing but she good she, good. she can dance she can act though <laughs> yeah she, mm-hmm. she, she can, can act. i'll give her that mm-hmm. i'll give her that mm-hmm. all right we'll be right back we are back everybody it's your girl lauren Ree right here on what ice radio that was J Lo from the block the glowed up queen right now yeah, we have Asaya's mom here. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me mess up the, the last name. Tennessee. 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 Is that how you tell yeah, everybody yeah. that? Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> like Tennessee. 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 <laughs> like you fit in the sea today. Ah, yeah. I would remember that yeah. anything ratchet. I would remember that. I'm finna show you. I'm finna. You finna see what's about to go down. You keep playing with me. You finna see. I love it. It's it's been great. Yes. We're not done yet. We're not though. done yet though. But before we go into these exclusives, I have to say, yo, what a God's plan that this actually was for yeah. you and your daughter in into be an example of of what like you know a living you, example a living example yeah. exactly of how courageous you know you were. I mean. You never back down on these people who are supposedly the experts in their field. Yeah. Uh, and that speaks a lot to a lot of mothers out here who are going through maybe not this particular situation, yeah. but other medical situations with their children. And they're kind of just going yeah. with the flow yeah. because that's what the doctors and other people are telling them to do. So um, we've had a lot of people come onto the show and kind of talk about like mental health and all this stuff like that. Yeah. But I just want to really pick your brain really quick on 
um, what is some advice that you would give to a mother in this type of situation, especially coming home with a newborn? Yeah. Um, But I guess at any age, how do you maintain your authority in this situation when everyone else around you, even maybe like you said, including family, is telling you to go the other way when you know there's something wrong? You have to be okay with people calling you crazy. And you got to be okay with seeking a second opinion, a third opinion, Mm -hmm. a fourth opinion, Mm -hmm. until you feel comfortable with the information that you're receiving. Absolutely. You got to go above and beyond, and you can't stop when it comes to your child. Educate yourself. Absolutely. And I spent, you know, um, there were times where we would be in the hospital, and I would spend hours and hours and hours online just reading through medical research, case studies, getting my hands on anything that I could to understand more of what other doctors and teams and physicians were doing out there, research studies, all of that, you have to be willing to put in the legwork. You can't just let them tell you anything. Right. Was there ever a point where you think you were going crazy? Yes, there absolutely was, you know, and you deal with those moments. You know, you wake up and you say, all right, I got beat down yesterday. Let's go again. Today's a new day. It's another round. I always say most crazy people are usually right. You're yeah, right. absolutely. But see, <laughs> They're that, the only ones that's that a part of the, That's a part of the game. Like, um, you know, when you're dealing with these corrupt medical professionals, that is what they frequently do. Yeah. They work to make you feel crazy. Yeah. Concussion, the movie Concussion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with Smith and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, if you could name one person who was your biggest support system through that time, who would you say that, that was? Um, I would say my best friend. My best friend was when everybody else was calling me crazy, when everybody else was cutting me off, when I had nobody who would even watch my kid because they were too afraid because she was so sickly. She was there. And she was the crutch and the support that I really needed because had she not been, I probably would have broke. Shout out to your best friend. Amen. Everybody needs one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, Rashina Lawrence. I'm shouting <laughs> you out. I am shouting you out. Double Rashina mint twin. Lawrence. Yes. Her name is Rashina. My mother's name is Angie. Her mother's name is Angie. Her wow. brother's name is Khalil. And my brother's name is no, Khalil. No, that's crazy. That's Swear. Wild. Can't that's make wild. it up. Can't make it up. Cannot when make it up. And when in life did y'all meet? Um, I was a sophomore in high school and that's she was wild. a freshman. That's wild. That's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's God's wild. Plan. God's plan. God's <laughs> so plan. Crazy, right? So, so oh, we're at the point. Exclusive. My exclusive. So this news. morning, um, I have been waiting for a couple months to get word back about a um, venture that I really wanted to do this year, and it was it's one of the biggest projects on my list. One of my hashtag goals. Yes. And um, today I got confirmation that we were actually accepted as an exhibitor for this particular event and that is the 2018 essence festival what wait a minute yeah. that is I was so <laughs> crazy yeah so that's huge I, no that's huge the pro, it is huge the i talked with uh, the production manager <laughs> <laughs> i talked with the production manager and she was like um it was taking them a while to get back to me because she said this was the largest pool of applicants that they've yeah. ever had after the girls trip movie yeah, aired everybody, everybody yeah everybody wants to go to essence fest so she was like you know 
I, we just got put on hold by the company and we're waiting for them to let us know when we can go ahead and move forward with giving out the approvals and the denials. And this, and then this morning I got the email and it was like, congratulations, you're in. So what are you, what was going, what's going to happen? I was walking down the street screaming. I know people thought I was absolutely crazy because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh, oh and people was walking by me like, what the? No, nobody and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I didn't care. So I'm like, you I'll know, have what she's having. This is this is major because it takes our brand to a whole nother Do you level. Know what's about to happen? <laughs> it hasn't sunken in yet. I mean, it, yeah, I don't think it's completely sunken in yet. That's what I told. I a like, friend of mine this, called this me crazy. and he was like. I'm so proud of you. He called me five times and just kept saying, I'm so proud of you. Like, like this is big. Do you realize what this is? Across this table. Like, you don't even know. I I don't know. So I mean, telling the story? Like, oh, yeah. Like, what I wanted, we get a 10 by 10 booth to set up. So, you know, I want to, I'm going to have some sample soaps to give out to I people. I want to have some pamphlets that's going to share our information. And, you know, because it is an African-American based um, event, mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of information that I want to include in there that is specific to the African-American right. community. For everybody. Yes. Right. And one of those things is about the first ever African-American woman in the entire country who is a transplant doctor, mm -hmm. Dr. Scantleberry. No one knows about her. I I didn't even know she existed in the industry wow. until I started considering second opinions. And I learned all of these wonderful things about her. She's also a, a published author of a children's book that deals with transplantation. And I want to include those things and in that information that I facilitate yeah. out there. So this isn't just about, you know, me and gloating and what me and my daughter's journey was, but talking about the experiences of all of us working collectively in this community. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is amazing. we, that is really, really good. Told yeah, you. I'm like, that's what's up. I'm, this is the I'm, big one. I'm so excited for you. That this is, is the big to, one. That, that is, is going to move so many mountains. This yeah. will this get point. us the seat on the Ellen DeGeneres show. That's when we one. first dropped our book, I contacted her production team, and they told us we would be on the radar. The radar meaning, we'll see what you do. Right. We're going to watch you in the media. We're mm -hmm. going to see what type of no, buzz no. you get. We're, we're going to watch your brand and see what you're all about, and this is the opportunity that's going to get us there. You'll be there. Um, yeah. It'll, Within the year, you're going to be, be there. Yeah, this absolutely. This is what's going to happen. Asaya, how is she? She's amazing. She um, runs Philly. <laughs> like, Literally. it's crazy. Yeah, she, um, Asaya travels. Asaya, she's, like, drawing now. She wants to be an artist. So, you know, she's doing, like, still drawings. Asaya loves to read. Asaya loves to sing. Asaya loves to dance. Asaya is into you know, multimedia, gaming, and all of that. She's just, like, all around an amazing kid. Health-wise, how is she? Um, Health-wise, she's doing phenomenal. Like, we had a small hiccup, and we kind of worked through that. I got some clarity on what's actually going on, and it's not anything that's serious or detrimental, so we're going to get through and past what we're dealing with, and she's going to go on to live a long, healthy life. From what you were telling me before, she's at that point where she knows she's smart. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So she's scheming. Ah, yeah, she, she stays scheming. She's like always planning things with her friends before she even discusses it with me. Like oh, she, Lord. she's about to be ten. Yeah. So I'm going through the the personality changes, you Ooh. know. So yeah. we've been talking puberty and all of those things, and I'm happy to even have those basic experiences with my kid. And right. it's not, you know, 
not taking them for granted. Yes, absolutely. So where can the people find you? Uh, yeah. uh, we are all donate, over social media. So if you visit our website, we have many links blasted all over there on how you can take action, which will take you to our, our GoFundMe page. But our website is asayasliverfund.org, and that's A-S-S-I-A-H-S, Liverfund. Dot org. On there, we have everything included from our press to our photos, from updated events to, you know, what we're doing in the upcoming summer months. Um, we have our, like I said, the GoFundMe there. And we also have a store where you can get all of our products, our nice. limit, Liberate Lemonade Bars, T-shirts, whatever it is that we have to offer. You've got a one-stop shop. Go visit the website, you guys, and it's amazing. I have to say that because I did it myself. <laughs> and if you happen to read, uh, Charlemagne's book. Oh, yes. Not to mention, uh, we were mentioned in a New York Times bestseller. Yep. So nine weeks, you guys. Nine weeks. My government is in that book. Charlemagne shared our story because he did definitely have a major impact on our lives. What he did was something phenomenal. Right. And I thank God every day. He was our angel. That's he wild. was our angel. Wow. Um, this is. I know I have said this a lot, but hands down, real talk. <laughs> Blow you away, didn't it? This has been my favorite interview. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I've done a, I, we've done over 100 at this we've point. We've done over 100. But this couple. one has definitely oh. taken the cake. Um, I believe that Asaya has a purpose here on, you know, this planet. Yes. Um, and do. you do. She's going to have a story for a lifetime, and she's going to be able to change so many lives, lives with, her story and you are going to be able to change so many um, mothers' lives with your story because absolutely it had to be maybe the hardest thing for you to ever have to go through an experience and so many other mothers go through that and they just don't know what to do yes. and they kind of like are at the mercy of what um, the professional per yes. se yes. says what they um, should do. So I salute you. Thank you. Um, you know, Whatever we can do here at Water Ice Radio, as far as the Asaya's Liver Fund is concerned, we are definitely here to help. Thank you. And Essence Fest. Yes. Yeah. That's Essence. Crazy. Yes. Yes. And, yes. Yes. In Orleans. Oh, it's gonna definitely. It's gonna, gonna be, be the what is June? June? It's July. Uh, July Fourth weekend. Oh, yeah, so yeah, the yeah, yeah, actual yeah. festival is the sixth, seventh, and eighth, nine thirty a.m. to 6 p.m. each day and then there's the three-day concert right. that they host so i'm definitely going to sure be in the building for that where you guys will be stationed yes. and all that stuff when you find all yeah we're absolutely right? we're going to be in the um convention center okay. with all of the community outreach and um university expo booths okay. so they can everyone can catch us in there we're going to be you know wow. slamming so slamming love. Slamming. So love, so love. all right guys that is it. I told you. Thank I, you. I, like, <laughs> when we hung out, I was like, yo, I like, look this he person did. up. Yeah. And She's coming. I'm not going to say anything. I just look it up. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, Booker. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do let's it. Let's get it, right? So I'm glad. Thank you so much Rashina, for coming thank on. you for coming. Absolutely. On. We really appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity. No, no, of course. No problem. We, uh, we like to pride ourselves around here and helping saving lives. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we definitely tonight, this is probably going to reach and help someone um, for sure. Uh, hugs and kisses to Asaya, please. She has to come yeah. the next time you guys come definitely. through. Definitely. I'm dying to meet her. Yeah. She sounds like she is just 
everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure everybody, you guys, are tuned back into the Lauren Re Live show yep. next Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, we, we keep them coming have, with them keep, hits. We definitely keep them coming. We have Felicia Harris yep. of High Touch Enterprise Business coming through next week. We have a lit uh, Women's History Month. Yeah. Pretty much. I, you know, it, it, when, when I realized it was Women's History Month, and I was, I was like, like, damn, our guests are dope. Yeah, we set yeah. this up pretty nice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't even think we sometimes, did Sometimes that. it just falls on your lap. You just gotta <laughs> let it rock. Right? You gotta let it rock. So make sure you guys uh, are tuned in next Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern Central Time, right here on Water Ice Radio. Make sure you guys are downloading that free tune in app so you can get 24 7 of water ice radio go to our youtube page yes, and subscribe subscribe tell your friends your family check everybody. us out on the newsstands across center city make sure you're, you're gonna be us. on the newsstands too we'll make sure to shout you out when yeah. you let you know when you're up there yep and everybody make sure that you are following us on all social media platforms shout out to the whole water ice radio family yep and never ever ever forget never. guys not all superheroes wear capes Sometimes Sometimes they they wear wear headphones. headphones. Peace. Peace.